Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 58 of the Behind the Edge podcast. I'm your host, Mercon, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Vex and Kai. Happy New- Lunar New Year to all the Chinese listeners. We hope you get free knife money. And if you have any extra that you want to send to us, please feel free. We love free knife money. That's, in fact, our favorite kind. Um, let's get things kicked off for today with our Garys. Kai, you want to take over on that one? Yes. I also want to mention that Jake is uh, unfortunately going to have to pop in, in in the middle of the episode because he, uh, he, he I don't know, he got caught up. He in, got the explosive diarrhea. Some... He, told me. he said he was diarrhea. heavily bruised, so I don't really know what that means. He's really bruised. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> yes. Today's His message been... says... Today, oh no, today's been busier. His I, busier. I bruised. <laughs> I've been I bruised. It into, oh yeah, no. Man. It's Jake. You never know. You never know, Jake. Guy. I'm sure you're listening to this as you edit this, so uh, sorry. I just thought you were bruised. We, we, we love you, Jake, but uh, hopefully sorry. that bruise goes away. He, he's probably going <laughs> to join in, in the middle of, uh, or in like, I don't know, the quarter or, or whatever. Um,. Today I'm carrying a Carol KC3 that I uh, that I reground because I was not happy with the stock edge for some reason, and so I gave it like a really deep hollow grind. Um, and now it's something like I don't know, like eight thou behind the edge and um, rocking like a four hundred grit. It's it's good. I'm I'm I've been enjoying. Um, I've been enjoying more like toothy edge stuff recently. I don't know, like uh, sharpening and stuff. Um, just take my mind off of things. So that sounds yeah, been... really. What what's the steel on that? Uh, CPM one fifty four. Which strangely oh, okay. enough, it's supposed to be like very very high polish. But I've I've, I've been finding um, good good performance out of just like low grit, like two forty four hundred grit, like just ripping and tearing through shit. Like it's not oh, okay. as satisfying, but it's it's uh, it's it's definitely a thing. Like once you once you strop it up, like it's 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 uh, it's a different experience in my opinion. Like if you guys sharpen, I mean, you you know. CPM one fifty four. It's a pretty decent steel, all things considered. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I I put it up there. Like it's a it's yeah. a very clean steel, very fine. Uh, Vex, what do you got in your pocket? Um, <clears throat> so I carried my Thorburn L Thorburn Thorburn L fifty four today the one i got from blade last year it's pretty which one's that pretty cool knife nothing fancy it has a black zirconium bolsters which i mean it's crazy because the the black and zirconium really gets shiny if you polish it whatever but it's hard to scratch because that i forgot what oxide layer on it on the zirconium is like really wear resistant for some reason Oh, that that's really nice. I know all the the Zerk knives. I don't think we talked about this a few episodes ago. All the all the Zerk I've ever had just scratched. I mean, if you looked at it wrong, the strat is to just take it off and then burn it. <laughs> take it off. Get a blowtorch. Get a then, torch. I got yeah. a meth torch. Just kidding. You got a meth torch. Yeah, I used it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I Use I thought the... you were joking, and I now realize you were serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how you hide. That's how you hide. Um. That's how you hide, uh, like, scratches and shit on Timascus as well. It's like, you just, just burn it. Literally just burn it. That's all you do. That's, that's, I don't know why we place so much, so much value in, like, like, scratchable material. Like, titanium isn't that wear resistant. Like, you stonewash it and all that. But, like, yeah. literally just 
take zirconium and as expensive as it is, just burn it and then bam, it's your your problem is solved because the yeah. oxide layer builds back up. Um, that is super handy to know. Yeah, the more you know, it's it's kind of like um, Damascus, like with Damascus uh, and high carbon steel in general. If you wanted to get really black, you soak it in coffee, um, specifically <laughs> Nestle brand coffee. This is not this is not slander, but like Nestle brand coffee what? is so acidic, it turns the the blade like pure black. So it's not wear resistant. But it's uh, it looks very black, so it's it's the same as zirconium. We just soak it in coffee. No way. Yeah, like, the more you know. So if you want to patina something really fast, just soak it in coffee. Nestle brand uh, specifically. Nestle brand specifically, like soak it for like an hour. That shit's gonna turn black. That's what I do for my Damascus. That's and what like. Look at us coming coming here with uh, good consumer advice. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Nestle, <laughs> Nestle, um, hire me. <laughs> um, I will be a, I'll be a good PR person, I promise. Anyways, Nestle, what are you carrying, Merck? Uh, so I've got a, a pretty fun new knife today. Uh, not not today, it was a, about a week ago, but I got a VC Edge interface. Um, one of the uh, earlier That's the gens, not the second ones. gen. That's the crazy one. That's oh, fucking yeah. crazy. So for those of you who, who don't know, uh, this knife is... About like 80% carbon fiber. Uh, the handle is almost all carbon fiber, and then it's got a titanium lock bar with a steel, um, a steel insert that I think is epoxied or somehow laminated Jesus. on. And then the blade as well is almost entirely carbon fiber, and then it's got uh, an M390 essentially just for the secondary bevel that's laminated into the carbon fiber. So the whole thing weighs Jesus Christ, uh, two ounces, 1.8 ounces, 1.6 ounces, something like that. It, it's absolutely incredible. Um, in, in terms of innovation alone, I, I think it's, I mean, one of the coolest things I've ever seen. That's fucking But then amazing. also, and, and this is just another just fun thing, it's about eight thou behind the edge. Yeah, so I'm, not reading, only... I'm reading it now. It's it's it ranges between four thou to nine thou. Yeah. What the fuck? It's it's ridiculously slicey. So not only is it crazy in terms of innovation on, on what is in this knife and how light it is, but it's actually super super good at being a knife. The action is also amazing. I mean, and I'm just gonna hold this up to the mic and, and flip it real quick. It, it's got a really really nice detent. It's so That's like it, it's light, wild. but it feels good enough in the hand. I, I am really blown away by this. I uh, I handled one at CCKS, and it it went on my list immediately. I, I don't normally carry flippers, and this is just, I mean, it, it's so cool. Newest version, twenty percent thinner blade, lighter weight. Oh my god! Wait, yeah. hold on. If it's if it's if it's carbon fiber laminate, if you mm -hmm. if you spine whack it, does it just fucking what happens i probably would not spine whack this <laughs> like i know it's short it's shock absorbent but like mm -hmm. i'm sure that shit like it's i don't know man like would i trust that i don't know i mean i, I am very I can, excited about i i don't spine whack a lot of knives i mean it, it's solid carbon fiber you know if you didn't spine yep, whack yep. it hard I, i'm sure it's fine yep yep but I was yeah. like, where does, this, where, does the, where does the shock go? That's my question. Yeah. 
this is that's uh, i don't know this is just like the, the insane the intrusive thoughts in my mind <laughs> taking over just what happens if you spine whack a knife like that's like 80 percent that's made of fiber. carbon fiber yeah yeah I, don't, I would so cool. I would encourage anyone check one of these out if you have the opportunity. They're not yeah. inexpensive, um, but luckily I was able to trade for this, and it it has just blown me away with uh, with everything that it's got on That's there. So cool! Yeah, it's eight hundred and fifty five dollars with uh, for the pre order, which is currently sold out, unfortunately. But uh, uh, I thought the pre order was eleven hundred this for the twenty twenty two one. Oh shit! Yeah, you're right. The twenty twenty three yeah. the twenty twenty three pre order is one point one k. Yeah, um, this is a this is one of the earlier ones that I think sold at around eight hundred like table. So okay, I'm I'm gonna have pretty to follow happy these about that. Really yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, but yeah, if you guys yes. ever get the opportunity to to check one of these out, it is incredible. Yeah, this is crazy. Um, CPM twenty CV sixty two to sixty three HRC. Yep. Uh, internal milling. This is like the, the you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of the like skiff like a lot of skiff stuff, but like with just an insane amount of like other stuff put into it as well. Yeah. This is crazy. I mean the, the internal milling is stuff. just it's all the titanium. I mean there's chunks That's taken out crazy. of the carbon fiber to lighten it. I mean it's it's wild. Even there's even more milling in the lock bar to change from 1.6 ounces to 1.5 ounces. Yep. Just, just, <laughs> oh my god, what is going I, on? I, th- I think the guy at VC Edge is just on a on a quest to get the lightest, lightest knife possible. possible, and it's, I mean, it's also not small. It's like a three three point six inch blade or something. It's it's a Jeez. big knife. Yeah, that's that's crazy. That's so yeah. crazy to me. Uh, I gotta go check one out eventually. We'll see. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Mark, what you got? What you got for for new stuff coming in? Uh, so obviously, that that's really the big one. Um, I reached out to uh, to Brian at Winter Blade Co. because I've got that batch two factor. I think I've mentioned in every episode. Um, yeah, I, I've had a shipping label from him since like around Christmas time. So I finally reached out. I guess all of the uh, the the final round of batch two factors are shipping out uh, Tuesday, January 19th, or excuse me, January 17th. Um, so they, they should all be coming to everyone else pretty soon. Uh, apparently he has yeah. spent he has spent over $25,000 on shipping, just on Holy shipping. Sure. That's how big the Batch 2 run was. Is that uh, Best Dick Mixon, right? What was that? Best Tech? I best Dick I think Best Tech, yeah. Okay. Damn it, you pump shit out. Yeah. Um, so I've got that, and then um, Serge Penchenko is doing a run of uh, razor blade slip joints that drop tomorrow. I'm, I'm going to try to grab one of those just because I do love me a little folding razor blade. So got get some fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, Vex, you got anything coming? Anything new? Um, so I have my freaking my what's that guy named Plunkett? That should Plunkett. be. We confirmed the build, so that's step he's, one. He's taking a hot, a hot second. Yeah, Wait. I think he's pretty behind. Which I mean, he's a newer Vex, maker. Do you have so. a, Vex, do you have a what's it called a um, a Clark build as well coming up? Yeah, but it's not really. Well, we haven't even confirmed the build, but I do have another one. You do have a spot. So yeah, that's same. probably gonna okay. happen within three months, I'd say maybe. All right, cool. Gives me time to but save up. I got a pen though. Ooh. Oh, sick! What? 
I didn't know you were a pen guy. Precision. Now it's it's not urban survival gear anymore. It's precision pens now. And you had like the dragon skin. I'll show you a picture. The dragon. Uh, you know me. Yeah, I know. I'm a weirdo with about. weird millions. Is, like is that the million. the? It used to be like the tie scribe. Is that yeah. one? Yeah. Oh, those are cool. I've never actually handled one. The, so like I, the clip. I, the yeah, clip does the the bolt right. Yeah. So I use one every day. I've had the tie scribe bolt for like two or three years now. And I use that every yeah. day at work. But I got that fancy one now. Have you ever uh, handled uh, the Max Madco pen? No. Okay. He was only around for a little bit. It's my favorite pen that I've got, and I spent a, a, I lost one, and finding a second one was a bit of a nightmare price-wise, but really, really cool pen. Uh, wish yeah, they did this more. This is a smooth oh, precision pens. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of a. Well, it's better than the urban survival gear when all you make is pens, which is kind of hilarious. <laughs> hey, man, you need that pen to survive in the urban wilderness. Urban, area. <laughs> urban wilderness. Yeah. Like what? You never know. You never what know when you're going to need to sign a piece of paper. <laughs> yeah. You never know when you're going to have to sign a piece of paper. I've been using a um, the tactile turn slim pen a lot. I've, I've liked that. Oh, uh, yeah. Those are cool. Yeah, yeah I've, been, I've been enjoying the tactile turns as well um just you know like Kai, you it's, got anything it's, uh, fun new uh i'm trying not to spend money because i have book spots and i'm holding back messaging cozy steam camp again um <laughs> but we'll see after chinese new year right now i'm still waiting for my v1 dawn from uh, my boy coda um which i already mentioned in the last episode so just in case you guys ever want to send me something, this is how long it takes uh, for something to get to Singapore, about three or four <laughs> weeks. Um, but but I do have one new knife, which is a Tashi uh, McGuinness collab uh, Rowdy uh, that's been reground. And this is a very strange knife because I thought it would be a very like normal knife, but... Um, the action came a little bit wonky, and I found out it was because, like, if you tighten the shit out of the, the body screws, the action gets all fucky. Like, it gets really, really tight. So you have to you have to loosen the body screws instead of the, the pivot. Um, and the pivot's also backing out. But apart from that, it's a great knife. Huh. Like, as a Tom Crane uh, regrind and all that, it's it's very, very well built. Um, yeah, the Rowdy's a classic. That's a hood it classic. It really yeah. is. Yeah, Especially for Tashi. Very, very nice. It's very, very you know, nice. I, I have had some knives like that where if you uh, if you get real weird on the uh, on the body screws, but it's it's really only been back locks that I've had that issue with. Yeah, right. That's true. Yeah, that's weird that yeah, it affects a frame lock like that. Yeah, yeah, but like once I figure once I figured it out, I was like, yeah, okay, this is this is good. Then, what tolerances? Uh, lock tight. Yeah, it's probably just tolerance. Uh, like it's just either really good tolerances or like really bad like um, <laughs> like backing out tolerances but generally for the most part it's a very very nice knife and also has a tom Crane regrind um with yeah. one big scratch running through it from the previous owner which is a little bit unfortunate and they sold but it like i can't deal with this anymore it was one it's just one scratch like one horizontal scratch i was like oh, that's no. what i love about this community and i've said this like a million times but if like you're going after a knife that's kind of sought after or kind of hype you can almost guarantee you're gonna buy it in perfect condition because no one actually yeah. uses their shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just one tiny scratch and it's it's all over. Yeah, they're like, I can't look at this anymore. It makes me sick looking at my knife. That's a tool <laughs> that I scratched. 
I, I think it's when people go looking so hard for something and then they want it to be perfect and as soon as it's not perfect it just ruins it for them yeah yeah yep 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 that's it yeah okay there's, there's uh, going on. oh yeah and uh lastly i have i finally got a bag of screws so i can finally work on my uh my fixies which uh nice. i afford the hey, fixies go. coming up yeah that's about it um from my boys over at Baker Forge and Tool. They make a very nice Damascus billets. So if you guys are makers or you have uh, a build coming up, check them out. They're very, very nice people. Uh, Koi Baker, shout out to him. We'll see if I can get him on the podcast one of these days. Nice guy. That'd be really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would love to. Would love to have. Um, Love to have uh, Steelmakers join in uh, for a guest episode. I'll see what I can do. Laren Thomas? We can get Laren Thomas. Oh, Laren we can Thomas. totally get Laren Thomas. Oh, no. I think he'd actually be down for it. I mean, he... Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I but, like, I, I just is. wonder what yeah, he'll yeah. talk about. It's like, so, Laren, what do you carry? It's like, I just carry a piece of Magnica in my pocket <laughs> at all times. A just a sharp blank. Yeah, it's literally just, just perfectly heat treated. Yeah, just a sharpened Magna Cut, uh, like, chisel or something. So he's in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> All right, moving on to emails. Uh, we got two emails, so thank you very much for emailing us, uh, the two of you, from Bibbidi and Donnie. Um, we appreciate it very much. You can email us at behind behindtheedgepod at gmail.com. There you go. Um, because we, we love it when we get to interact with our viewers. Uh, well, listeners, not viewers. Whoops. Uh, okay, oh. so from Bibbidi. When you guys are sharpening a knife, how do you decide when to stop sharpening? Do you sharpen everything as sharp as you can possibly get it, or do you have a good enough point? Um, all right, who wants to take this one first? Vex, do you even sharpen your own shit? Well, I haven't because I hate sharpening. But when I did sharpen, it's like, for me, good enough is like hair popping. Like, I just... I do you know, use I, uh, an Edge Pro? Yeah, Edge Pro, and it came with a whole bunch of different stones. And honestly, I got it for a stupid deal. Like honestly, it's probably almost a thousand dollars with all the stones and shit. I got it for like Jesus or some Christ, shit. Or some stupid dude. little price. Jesus Christ. But hair popping for me, like ha- shaving and hair popping is different. If you guys don't know the listeners, like shaving is just like your blade physically touches your arm and it just like takes the air uh, the hair off. Hair popping is like you get a piece of hair and it like just like cuts through it, which really isn't that hard to do, honestly. I especially if you have good like um, uh, stropping compounds. Yeah, strop, good strop. Shit. Yeah, good strop. But really, it's you funny because like people over complicate sharpening so much. It's like really so simple. It's but. yeah, it, it is simple if you if you buy good shit. In my opinion, that, like, that's I'll, I think I'll talk the, more the big about, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll talk more about that like when it's my turn. But like, what do you what do you think, Mark? I I definitely am a lot less intense with this. Um, <laughs> for How me, do you I, sharpen? So I have I've got a KME and a strop with white compound, and honestly, for me, I just get it to what I would call good enough. Can I shave with it? Yes. Is it a decent edge? Yeah. Because I, I I use pretty much everything that I'm carrying, you know, for kind of generic shit. I open boxes, I open yeah. MREs, you yeah. know, I'm not beating on anything, so. I mean, I guess, you know, some food prep. And so it's slap it into those plastic cutting boards. And, you know, I'll just uh, sharpen it once it gets dull until it's good enough. Um, yeah. And for me, that that's all it really is. 
if I really want something sharp, I'll send it off to someone else because I just I don't have the time or the patience to to put all of that into it. You're telling me you're not slamming your knife into the helicopter blades? You know, shockingly enough, there's not a lot of helicopter maintenance that involves using a knife. Um, the only real major maintenance you'd do with a knife is if you need to like shank the other pilot. Like that's that's oh, important maintenance. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's other important than that, maintenance. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, only I don't the essentials, really, uh, right? Use it while flying. Only the essentials. What about you, Kai? What is what is your method? Uh so for my own knives, the ones that I make, typically what I do is um and people are going to hate me for this, and, and, but this is what they do in most factories anyways. They they sharpen on a like high grit. They, they set the bevel on a high grit uh, belt. Angle grinder. And, yeah, angle grinder. Uh, on the belt side. <laughs> no, not angle grinder. They, they, they have a jig okay. by I freehand it just to set the bevel. And then you clean up the bevel on um, whatever sharpening system you have. They, they don't do that out of factory. So if you ever see like a, a benchmate with like a very wonky bevel, that's why. I think you just described every benchmate I've ever seen. Exactly. Yep. It's because they don't sharpen with the jig. They just free. They just go balls to the wall, and they just like with one belt, and they just go like, yeah, okay, this looks this looks straight. And it's really not hard to to get a straight bevel. It's like, it's it's making that bevel look not out of place. That's the biggest issue. Um, and so yeah, a, a lot like Vex. I I got a Hapstone V7, uh, one of the older ones for. Pretty good price, I, I think, in my opinion. Um, and it came with a bunch of stones and like strops and whatever. But I, I have a bunch of like Japanese water stones as well when I want to freehand. Um, but the issue is that I, I ran into like really, really early on was some knives just don't get hair popping sharp. They just they, they just can't. Like you can yep. shave, but they will not like get that sharp. I think I only realized that uh pretty deep into when i was sharpening and like borking a lot of things i was like i'm lowering the angle this much the edge angle is, is this low the bevel looks fucking gigantic why won't it like just get any sharper than this and that's just because the 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 stock edge uh that came from factory is just is just too thick so solution regrind <laughs> All, yeah. all the things, all the things yeah. need to regrind. Yeah, the, I, I'm the definitely solution. partial to, to getting things reground if that fixes yeah. the edge as opposed to fighting with it while trying to sharpen yeah, it. Exactly. Well, what's the point, in my opinion? Like, what's the point in, in like, you know it's unfixable because you, you know it's not going to get uh, sharper beyond this point. So for me, good enough, good enough would be like if I wanted anything beyond good, like, um, like, shaving and like being able to open uh tape and all that if i wanted anything beyond that i would have i would literally have to to regrind it um which is not it's not beyond me so uh that's 100 percent something i would do um so it depends it really depends how much do i like the knife if i if i love the knife yes i'll re i'll regrind it i'll clean it up and all that uh if i know it's going to be a beater especially and then i sharpen everything as like yeah, to to a reasonable amount, and then however much I'm I'm using it, and then I'll strop. Um, so I guess here here's a question for you. Yeah. Do you have? I mean, what what's the knife that you you think you've sharpened the most that you carry the most that you use as a beater? Uh probably my Unkovsky Dark series. Uh, I got that for a 
like back when they were like only 350 i got it for 350 i think really really wow. old yeah yeah really really old came with a slightly off-center grind so i i fixed that up uh i that that was the knife that got me into into modding stuff and then making stuff eventually anyways because i tried to put a, a hand satin finish on it it worked it was okay uh and then i started using it started getting a bit thick and then i i started making stuff and then i was like yeah i'll regrind it and so now it's reground back to like eight thou um and Ooh. hand satin again and yeah it's all good it's it's a nice so knife. i i've definitely done some mediocre hand satins on on a couple knives when they get scratched up so i can i can appreciate yeah. that so I guess next yeah. for me is going to be learning to do regrinds, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not too bad. Like, you don't need a fancy uh, 2x72. You just need a, a decent, like, decent belt and, like, decent control. Um, you will definitely okay. mess up, but, you know. Uh, <laughs> trust me, learning Come how here. to regrind, it's a game changer. Uh, for Especially for, like, what we're going to talk about later. Like, uh, people like Razor Edge Knives... Uh, Brian oh, yeah. from Transparent Knives. Um, yeah. yeah. Brian uh, has definitely been my, my go-to when I need regrinds. Yeah, he exactly. Just does, he Tom just... Krein as well. Tom Ooh, Krein. Yeah, Tom yeah. Krein does some really it's good funny, stuff. A lot of makers start out just regrinding and they become the yeah, full-time exactly. knife makers. Uh, yep. Triple B as well. Yeah, they used to, they used like, they all started somewhere, you know. Um, and yeah. it's always really cool to see. Um, myself included, like, I'm, I'm very much like a mediocre maker but like um it's it's definitely where you start like realizing that you can make uh mediocre things better um yeah so, oh yeah that makes sense yeah so that's cool uh thank you for your email bibs uh thank we you, really enjoyed talking about that um next up we have a pretty long email from our good friend donnie uh that's a new name but we consider you a good friend uh, he says, hello there. I started listening to your podcast back in November of 2020, and I've always thought about sending y'all an email, but never felt like I needed to. After listening to your newest episode last night, in which you stated you had zero emails from listeners, I decided I must shoot you guys a message. Thank you very much. We were very, very desperate, and you, you answered our call for help. Thank you, yeah. Donnie. Thank you. Thank you, Donnie. We appreciate you. First, I must say, I'm so glad you've been pumping out more content lately, and I also think Mercon has been a great addition to the crew. Love y'all. Keep doing your thing. Thank you very much. Thank and you, Donnie. Mer- I will we throw a second Merc thank you well. on that one. We love Merc as well, and we do think that he's been a great addition to the crew. Love his company. Um, I figured I'd ask some questions off the top of my head, uh, which you can either answer or ignore, uh, pick and choose, or just tell me to beat it and I'll never write again. No, no, no. We're going to answer these, even if it's just uh, quick fire quick fire answers um do you guys like carbon fiber scales to me they feel chalky not a fan i'm fine with cf inlays if done well uh what do you guys think yes cf yes. Uh, i love carbon fiber i i am carbon fiber? i am a sometimes for that like the the vc edge it's 100 percent carbon fiber it's great i've had bad carbon fiber though um especially oh, when you sure. have yeah like bad carbon fiber I really don't like, like G10 can like bad G10 and good G10. Like it's a it's a pretty, they're, they're close. Bad carbon fiber is bad. Good carbon fiber is significantly different. So bad carbon if it's fiber good is carb- awful. Yeah, it's so bad. So yep. if you've only had bad carbon fiber, Donnie, I would encourage 
it, hopefully maybe we, you can get something with with some higher quality because it makes it definitely feels a lot better even yeah. stuff like um fat carbon and uh carbon plate like their their carbon fiber it's a it's a world of difference speaking of carbon plate we'll just need to check still alive yeah also like the way it's finished i want to say it's yeah. um it's it's definitely a huge it's it's a huge issue uh like because some people think the way carbon fiber is finished is it, it doesn't make a difference um but depending on the grit it can make it very very chalky like so i finished mine to a 600 like matte grit um which can make it feel chalky but here's a little here's a little tip like if you want it to to be like more glossy uh if you prefer a glossy kind of feeling you you rub it with a like car polish the stuff you use to to yeah, wipe car your wax yeah car really? wax i did not know that the yeah headlight, uh, car headlight polish specifically yeah, yeah it, it gives it huh. a, a gloss instead of a, a matte feeling so yeah. depending what you like if you or like you uh put epoxy yeah. on it or resin if you're really fancy super glue yes yeah, super uh glue you can also do too. a super glue finish which is a ca glue finish um it's a uh, how do you spread the super glue evenly to make it not fast know? very fast you yeah. do it very fast i've done it once i've done it exactly once uh on a, a carbon fiber knife that i gave away for charity uh i've Holy done it shit. exactly once and i re- i will never do it again oh well maybe <laughs> i will terrifying it's so literally it's just one layer of like w- like a few drops of super glue you get a a rag and, and it needs to be a specific kind of rag, a rag that like will not uh, that will not like soak up and will not dry as fast. You you do a few drops uh, on the CF, you wipe, and then you wait, and then you do another layer, and then you do another layer. You do like four or five layers until it looks even, and then you sand it down, and you do one more layer. It's fucking awful. <laughs> but uh, if you want a gloss Damn. finish on carbon fiber, that's how you do it. Um, okay. Yeah, so now, if 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 you wonder why no one does gloss carbon fiber like the kind you see on a car, that's why. Um, they they have a faster way to do it, obviously, like in a like they epoxy it uh, in in a car. But yeah, that's why that's why mostly it's left matte. So yeah, the more you know. Uh, Damn, I up. I want to get some cheap carbon fiber and try that now. Please do, yeah. Try try it, and then let me know how it goes. And and also, don't yeah. forget to protect your lungs because that shit, like, um, it it will fuck up your lungs. Like I've seen people people just like complain about like why is my why is my why is my spit black now? Yeah, how am I coughing up blood now? <laughs> is that yeah. from, so that's from is that from sanding it or is that from just the fumes? Sanding it, yeah, because okay. uh, micro particles and all that from carbon fiber. Carbon fiber <laughs> breaks down. They uh, oh from the carbon fiber. Oh yeah, from yeah, the yeah. carbon fiber. That yeah, makes yeah. I mean G ten same kind of thing because it's. G ten is, is not so bad. Yeah, G ten's really? okay. Yeah, it's it's chalky. Yeah, yeah, it's chalky. I, I don't know why I know this, but like, cause cause I use I use a mask anyways. But like, it it comparatively tastes chalky, but um, CF tastes like you're eating needles. Um, what? Yeah, it's it, it, it. How do I know this? Needles. Cause yeah, cause I've been I've been lazy and I've I've forgotten to put oh, on my mask and I was okay. like I was like yeah okay. Um, also, yeah, change the filters uh, uh, whenever you're working with CF. Please never work with CF um, dry and without a mask. 
the more you yeah, know. So is an N95 mask good enough? Because I mean, I know we've all got a lot yes. of those lying around right now. It, it okay, actually cool. is. Yeah, it, it's fine. That's awesome. Um, yeah. I guess I'll, I'll use that next time I'm working with Yeah, if fiber. you're just doing a little bit of work on it. Uh, okay, next up. Knife Nuts Podcast uh, has some guitar, lame guitar rock opening to kick off their episodes. <laughs> I've heard worse Sheesh. intros. We're not, tr- we're not throwing shade. This is from Donnie's mouth. But I think theirs is kind of <laughs> lame. If you were to have an intro song, what song would you guys choose to kick off your episodes? Um, what do you guys think? I don't know. I don't think we could have a song. I think theirs is custom made by someone they know. So that's why they do that. I'm gonna say Taylor Taylor Swift. Um, Taylor Swift. I feel like, I feel like that, that's more. You know, it's fun. It fits our fun personalities. You know, I think that could be a good time. Fun, fun, fun breakup song. <laughs> <laughs> She's always bitching about something. Yeah, I'll be nice to Taylor. She makes good music. I don't know if we really had to get one. I'd probably reach out to somebody in the Discord that can make like a little beat or something. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I would say so too. Like an EDM beat. Like, or just have a lamer guitar the... intro like them, but lamer. <laughs> I, think lamer. I, a, play. I do a shorter intro than, than what they use. Yeah, I can play, play like maybe ten seconds at that. Yeah. I can play like one chord on, on the bass and just say and just say <laughs> behind the edge. Uh, yeah. that, that could be our intro. Uh, there you go. For for some reason I thought I the first thing that came to my mind was I don't know if you guys have ever seen this post, but it's just like you know those radio stations that go like like hard rock this ain't your mom's radio station. It's like fucking like explosion noises in the background. And it's like, it's like, we only play the hardest shit in town. Oh. And then it's like yeah. fucking imagine dragon starts playing. <laughs> that that sweet dragon. daytime shock jock. Uh, yeah. 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 That's, that, that's uh, us. The worst. As well. That's us in a nutshell. Okay. Next up ever carried a boot knife. Uh, me neither. I don't wear boots, so I can't say I have. No, I don't wear boots either. As someone that wears boots, like, you know, a lot, n- no. Uh, one yeah. time I put a Kershaw leak in a boot because I thought it was funny. Um, <laughs> and then I pulled up my pant leg and it pulled the knife right out of my pocket. I don't know why oh, you'd ever no. carry a knife in a boot. <laughs> yeah, it, oh, it's no. a trap. Do not do it. Oh, no. <laughs> um. T- for those of you who are married, do your wives know how much you spend on knives? Do they care? Just curious. I'll plead the fifth on this one. Well, we have two single people here. Uh, and Where's we Jake have... at? Poor bastard. He's only married yeah. one. Yeah, Jake's oh, you're I'm engaged, aren't you? I'm engaged. Mark's going oh, yeah. to be married. So does yeah. your partner know I'm how much you spend I'm going to plead the fifth on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows except for Merck. Nope. When he tells Especially the shit. if she's because she might she might end up listening to this, so you never know. <laughs> yeah, Dang. my my ex my ex was just like, yeah, we I I know how much money you spend. It's just keep it very very separate and don't go broke. And she's like, draw specific limits, and then I always just cross those limits anyway. So <laughs> that's that's why that's why we're exes now, I guess. Oof. Yeah. No, we I we I think we've probably talked about it once or once or twice, and it's more yeah, you know, same kind of thing of just yeah. I will make sure that I have money for, you know, house things and everything else. Yeah. And outside of that, you know, we both spend our money on our own hobbies and, you know, kind of however you spend your money is, you know, is reasonable, yeah. which I think is a, a pretty, you know, good and equitable I approach think, to this kind of thing. I think that's healthy and reasonable, like in, in a yeah. relationship, just knowing like to keep your money separate, like uh, at, at times at least. Um, yeah. So... Uh, what are your thoughts on the Spyderco McB? For some reason, I've been eyeing it hard lately, even though I care, I really rarely carry stuff that small. 
Uh, I think the only person that has had a McBee among us is among us is uh, Jake. So, um, I don't know. I think it's neat. I I think like small knives have their purpose. I I, I still like my dragonfly, which I uh, also reground. So, um, yeah. what do you guys think about like really tiny small knives? I personally don't care for them, but they like you said, they do have a place. And the McBee is a cool little knife. For sure. I like the stippling or like the little texturing he does on the lock bar and the yeah um, pivot. And McNeese, I mean, him at Blade, and he's a super nice guy. Yeah. So take that as you will. But he has he's... a very unique style, I would say. Yeah. Oh, very really? much so. Yeah. I, I think I've handled one once and it... The overall, sh- I, I I like small knives, and I'll, I'll say that off the bat. But the the overall shape, ergonomically, wasn't really my cup of tea. Um, yeah. For for small knives, the the Dragonfly two, I think is, it it's fantastic. It works really well ergonomically, and then of course the Cold Steel Tough Light Mini is incredible ergonomically. Has like a one inch blade and. If they ever made this in a better steel, they would make a ton of money. But Cold Steel got bought and puts out poop now and baseball bats and shit. And they have just <laughs> done a terrible job. This this knife, though, the, the Tough Light Mini is one of my absolute all-time favorites. It's a classic. Yeah. It's check out, so check good. out the Spyderco Poochie. If, uh, <laughs> the Poochie. If, uh, the Bork Bork. Yeah, the Bork. Lil Bork Bork. Um, if you're interested in small knives, maybe you'll like that one better. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Small knives, they, they have their place. If you feel like you, you need one in your collection or like you need one in your daily life, just just go ahead and get it. Try it. Um, I think I think the one to try if you're if you're considering a small knife, though, it's, it's definitely going to be the Dragonfly. Yeah, the Dragonfly to, to me at least, so that, good. that is one of those just kind of yeah. all-time classics for that category. Yeah, yeah. It, it's so good. Beyond that, I would say the um, what is it like? If you want to go even smaller, fucking uh, ladybug, man bug. Oh like, yeah, that's, yeah. I, that's I had a grasshopper one time. That was oh my god, small. that one's like mega small. Yeah, that's yeah. tiny. Truly. All right, moving on. Uh, will D two go away? I hope so. No. Never. <laughs> I, There's too much of I it. Think, nope. I think we're starting to see uh, a change, though. Yeah, um, I think there's definitely less of it in recent years, but I think there's just so much of it, and the boomers love it for some reason. Oh, and Medford loves it, too. Yeah, the That's boomers his... love D2. I guess Medford is a boomer, so it's, yeah. there's that. A2 I, I don't is think so it's much better. Yeah, D2 is, is chunky, and it doesn't take a good finish. It it's just nope but it is inexpensive it is grindable i don't believe the heat treat protocol is all that difficult i mean it's not you know it, i will say i will say that i would rather have a knife in d2 than eight chromoly um yeah because yeah. eight cr is just poopy and d2 yeah. pretty tough if you have decent d2 yeah that's why a lot of old people like him like they use the, the d bone of deer or some shit yeah. Jesus Christ. So yeah, I think D2. I think it has its place. I wish it would get yeah. replaced by something better, but yeah. I don't think Here it's going to happen anytime soon. Like because the last time we tried to to get something that actually takes a fine edge it was 14C28N. Um and now everything's yeah. going to be in like 
CPM twenty CV, which is M three ninety, which is it's very mid. Um, it's a pretty which mid is funny because I you know eight seven or eight years ago M three ninety was like the super steel yeah, that everyone exactly, was right. talking about, and it just things have changed so fast. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy how much things have just yeah, evolved yeah. over time. Now everything's magna cut. Magna cut needs to be like well heat treated and everything as well. And ev- everything is poorly heated magna cut with a you know a few exceptions. Yeah. Yeah, which is a bummer. Yeah, that's yeah. Sounds about right. Okay, yeah. moving on. Uh, let's see. Do any of you guys play video games? I've been hitting Modern Warfare two pretty hard. Love the invasion game mode. I do want to pick up Modern Warfare two. Um, do you guys play video games? I do, like every once in a while. Um, I haven't been playing lately at all, but Modern Warfare yeah. gave me freaking PTSD, so I can't play it no more. <laughs> what? Did, so, did I used to freaking did be someone like call you the gamer hard. word? Yeah, oh, too many no. gamer words. But oh. someone call you. I just gamer played too word. much COD when I was a kid, so I just every time I play it, just makes me uh, tilted as shit. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> I uh, I play a lot of Borderlands Three. I I really oh. like the Borderlands franchise. Um, yeah. that, far and away my favorite games um, yeah. i've been playing divinity original sin 2 uh the oh, past few weeks with some of well. my buddies so super good. fun game yeah um i i definitely went through a, a decent period of time where i didn't play like any video games at all and it's, it, it's been coming back just as i've gotten more free time yeah i think that's that's where i'm going through as well was just kind of it's, it's always free time uh, dependent yeah, it's always based on how much free time you have and how much energy you have in general, I feel. Yeah. Um, I've been playing... Yeah, same thing. I I, I, I like Divinity. I like uh, old-school RPGs, that kind of thing. Like uh, XCOM. XCOM was fun. Uh, just got a Switch recently. Been playing a bit of Smash. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that's been that's been fun. Playing with my sister. and It's been, it's been pretty fun. Uh, just here and there. Kirby is good. Kirby is is the best. Kirby, player. yeah, I heard that game's actually good. Yeah, Kirby, love Kirby. Um, all right. Lastly, NFL playoffs are coming up. The Viking, the Vikings are my team. They've been slow. They've been killing me slowly for my entire life, and I always <laughs> carry a purple knife on game day, unless I'm going to the stadium. Do you guys have a team Reasonable. you're rooting for? And do you, do you do anything similar? Rest in peace, Vikings. They just lost yesterday to the Giants. Oof, rip. So, L. yeah, I mean, L. the Vikings, they always have like, um, I feel like they have always a lot of hope going into the seasons and they just blow it somehow. But <laughs> I like the Broncos because, oh, God. well, my family, I have a lot of family from Colorado and the Broncos are absolutely dog shit this year. So actually, I'm not a fan no more. But <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I don't really get in the NFL that much. But I do watch the Broncos play. Well, honestly, once they started losing, I just stopped watching play. But I still play. I'm literally watching the Bengals. Or not the Bengals. Watch, I'm watching the Bengals. Bucks versus the Cowboys right now. Oh, nice. So, yeah. I care about the playoffs more than anything, obviously. Like most people. That, that's typically how I follow sports is I watch playoffs of sports and not the regular season. Um, yeah. I do love that you carry a purple knife for game day just as a person that loves the color purple. I uh, yeah, I used to be good. a Chargers fan, and then the Chargers left, you know, San Diego, and so now I hate the Chargers. So watching the Chargers blow a twenty-seven point Bro. lead, amazing. That um, was so funny. Yeah, that cracked me up. 
otherwise, in, in the playoffs this year, I'm rooting for the Bills. I got a, a buddy of mine who is a massive Bills fan, and I love rooting for the underdogs. So go Bills. And I know they're an amazing team now, but they used to suck. So go Bills. Oh and the, the other team that I have is the Browns. So, you know, all, all the bad teams from ancient times are, are my go-tos. What the fuck is an NFL? <laughs> <laughs> i've never watched nfl in my life but all i know is uh, nothing all all i know is my friends just keep saying go Bengals," and so i I just i just roll with it so you're missing a sport full of head trauma that's about it yeah i mean if it's anything like uh like football and rugby in uh in australia then like yeah just about i guess like it is designed to have lots of advertisements Oh yeah, of course. Of course. So it's America, yeah, a lot, a lot of, of course. Yeah, it's America. <laughs> yeah, it's this America. All right, that's all I got for now. I'll reach out again. Much love, Donnie. Thank you, Donnie. Much love back to you. We yeah, really appreciate, appreciate that, the email. Yeah, thank really you appreciate you reaching out. Please, please send us more emails. Yeah, there's no such thing as too many. Yeah, of course. And now we get the meat of today's uh, episode. We are gonna go through some news because uh, this is the period of uh, the period of life, honestly, where uh, every single brand decides to to just dump all their shit out at the same time. <laughs> and so, um, yep. let's start with the interesting one, uh, which I think is Kershaw and ZT from Knife Center. Let's take a look and see what they got. Oh, shit. I, I- and what we can also say is it's not Kershaw and ZT. It's Kershaw and it's a really Kershaw. big fixed blade that says ZT on it. Yeah, exactly. Um, ZT is yeah, basically just <laughs> Oh, man, numbers. I have so many feelings about this. Holy crap. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, uh, let's see. We have a bunch of assistive flippers and D2. I, uh, I think the most interesting stuff here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to point out a couple yeah. We've got uh, some Axis style lock. I think they call it the Dura Lock. So, like the Iridium. Yeah. And there's a couple other ones in here. Uh, the Monitor and the Covalent. They're D2. So, sorry, yeah, exactly. Donnie. D2 yeah. is still here. D2 is still here to stay. <laughs> Kershaw dipping their feet into the uh, into the Axis lock. The uh, the Launch 15 in Magna Cut. So. That's cool, and the uh, Kershaw nine thousand Matt Diskin OTF in twenty CV. That's going to be interesting. That's going to be very interesting. It's very yeah. expensive as well. Yeah, it's, it's a two hundred thirty dollars Kershaw. <laughs> yeah, for wait two hundred thirty dollars. Yeah, it's two hundred thirty dollars. That's like, like 20... oh yeah, the OTF. It's a it's a twenty yeah. CV OTF. I mean that's. Not actually a bad price for no OTF. I'm so tired of them putting the fucking button on the wrong side or wrong plane of the damn OTF. Like oh, really? You're the... a... Oh. Yeah, the big plane. I just don't like oh, it on I... the small surface. I like it on the small surface because that's where my thumb sits. On the side? Yeah, on the yeah, side. The original, I don't like it on the... That's how the original OTFs worked, I think. Yeah. yeah. About hot and then, yeah, Launch 15 oh, yeah. is interesting as well. Launch routines, it's cool that they're doing Magna Cut. It's it's strange to me that they're they're only doing Magna Cut on this one launch. It's, yeah. It's very, very strange to me. And it also makes me confused over like how the heat treat's gonna be on that. Because if it's anything like the whole Z T thing that happened a long time ago, oh, that's yeah, gonna geez, be a whole yeah. that's gonna be a whole thing. Yeah. Um uh, anyway. they don't 
list a Rockwell Hardness on here, unsurprisingly. At least five. <laughs> definitely at least five. The OTF yeah, but... game is kind of like not really tapped into much because there's only really like Microtech, Guardian, Tactical, Heretic, or Heretic, Heretic, which is basically Heretic. freaking Microtech Sun. Yep. Dude, his booth was the biggest booth at Blade Show. I was like, what the fuck? Really? Heretic <laughs> was? By far the biggest booth there. Oh, well, not That's by far. Crazy. Microtech Wild. and Heretic or Heretic had the biggest booths. Heretic, yeah. Huh. It was crazy. That's so weird. A lot. Yeah. That's kind of wild. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's cool that Kershaw's getting into the, the OTF Oh, and Benchmade. Yeah, world. Benchmade makes him too, but no one cares about those. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, the Infidel. Yeah. yeah. That, and that one's got the button on the part that you like, uh, Vex. Yeah, I do. I don't know. Benchmade is just so wonky. Benchmade sucks. It's not great. Yeah, yeah. you heard it here first. <laughs> I wonder if Kershaw's going to do more in Magna Cut, though. Or maybe they'll do a ZT in Magna Cut. Yeah. yeah, or more likely something with ZT. Holy shit! They'll put out the one ZT, ZT knife please. on this big release, which is a six-inch three V fixed blade that weight that costs over three hundred dollars and is just dramatically uninspired looking. Yeah. Oh my god! What? The yeah. Fuck? Yeah, these Kershaws don't even look. None of them are really any. I mean, they have no. the access lock. That's about it. But all all of these look like just the the kind of budget, Walmart esque yeah. kind Walmart of special. Stuff. To see. Yeah, yeah, I'm not impressed. I do like so the, the I don't know. Yeah, the, shitty. There's this this one that's the the front runner, also in D2, but it's uh, it's KVT, so it's not assisted at least. But it looks not good. <laughs> Let me yeah. just say that. The front runner. I mean, they do have a they do have a KVT Ballast Song trainer, <laughs> which looks like yeah, something that, out that's... of AliExpress. But... <laughs> hey, you know, that's that. what we've all been asking for, right? A uh, a Ballast Song trainer. I heard the Lucha Honduras. was okay. The Lucha was was very all right. Like, I didn't. I, all, that, that's true. These all look like the death rattle of like the fucking Kershaw Cryo, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I'm honestly kind of bummed to see it. Kershaw? Yeah. These are going to sell like crazy. People love this shit. Yeah. They, they do. I just don't like any of them. Yeah, they definitely all kind of suck. I mean, even the launch <laughs> with the, the Magna Cup is pretty like, stupid looking. It's a, it's I love a how you can looking... sort... I love like how you can sort the, the blade... You can sort the, the order of knives by blade steel. And it's just... <laughs> Uh, 20 CV, 3V, D2, Magna Cut, or like no. the biggest section, which is just 8CR. 8CR, it's just everything oh, else. No. I don't know how 8CR is even used anymore. Like, who the f- Use freaking ACR Sandvik. Sandvik should be the standard. The Sandvik 12C27, oh or what's the other one? 14C28N, yeah. 14C28N. You know yeah. you have autism when you fucking memorize the, all these random numbers and letters in a goddamn That's still. all of us, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, I mean, yeah. uh, CRKT used to use the the three CR, which I think was also three oh CR thirteen MOV, yeah. um, on the on the minimalist, which I think actually might transition us into the the next one, which is the new CRKT knives yeah, for twenty twenty three, which is basically like pop metal or Chineseium. Chineseium. Oh yeah, three CR is bad. You better get off a fucking file and fucking the file yes. still, whatever the fuck file stills are. Yeah, well they they've got so I, I'm just sorting by. Uh, by steel on the CRKT stuff, and 
they have uh, a lot of weird carbon steels, a lot of ones that are a lot of numbers. 12C27, they've got um, one knife in 154. They're doing a premium run of the Foltz Minimalist in 154CM. Oh, no. I I, am excited about that. Yeah. I... I don't I know, man. I I kind of I kind of rushed through this one. The the interesting yeah. one, I guess, would be, uh, the kinematic stuff because it's interesting to see them start doing more stuff in uh with the kinematic. Uh, oh yeah, the, the um, the um, kinematic provoke drop point yeah. is I think the yeah, biggest yeah. new thing there. Yeah, and, and I think also, did they do a trainer maybe. Yeah, and there's a trainer. Yeah. That's, as well. that's cool. There's the Richard Rogers CEO micro flipper. It's 2.36 inches in 12C. Um, That's going to be a thing. Um, And the thing that caught my eye, first and foremost, was the fucking Nax, which is... um, Let me just read the description from uh, the one one thing that... that, uh, The one review that this thing has. Uh, I was curious why I'd never seen these in any stores where people can look at them and touch them and then joke with your friends about what scrap metal you have laying around in your backyard and you could sell it based on this hunk of junk. I will put the quality somewhere below those knives you see on late night infomercials you get in sets of 300. Yeah, this isn't quite as nice as those. My wife is fully convinced I received a used knife or axe even after showing her pictures online and assuring her this is a newly made item from a big name brand company. She doesn't believe me. Um, yeah, this is, this is the, not, not great. This, this is bad. A, this, yeah, this is bad. CRKT, this is, this is not great. It has like... So, let, let me just describe this real quick. It's a break. So first, John Gray, I think... Or sorry, John Graham. Yeah, They John put Graham. out a bunch of stuff with John Graham designs on it. I mean, R.I.P. John Graham. I do not think he would be happy about this stuff. This is bad. He would not. No, be. this, this that uh, Kai was reading the review of. It is in 1075. It's a chisel ground on the wrong side. It's 11 inches long with a four inch blade, and it looks like I mean, it, it looks like I got drunk, got a grinder, and ruined a knife. Yeah, has a recurve as well. Don't forget about yep. that. Look at that fucking a, recurve. Oh, it is so bad. I I am just so sad about that. I mean, that John Graham has made some cool things or made some cool things, and it's it's a big yikes. Yeah, it's it's very yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. Um, the only I think the only thing I saw in here that I actually, other than the the minimalist that I was interested in, they're doing another um, three inch John Graham razel with a actually squared off chisel blade it's in d2 it's three inches but it's you know it's kind of cool looking but other than that it's it's some regular crkt stuff yeah it's just crkt doing crkt shit yeah oh they made a pickaxe that's that's fun (laughs) a pickaxe yeah (laughs) pickaxe tomahawk fuck yeah that's all we need hell yeah let's fucking go dude (laughs) okay next up uh, this one is something I know Vex is both ironically and unironically excited for. The Mike Snowdy. The, Mike the legend. Snowdy. The man with the myth, the legend. Mike is Snowdy. Is he the guy that put boss. dollar signs on everything? Yeah. Yes. He's the fucking boss, man. The boss. The boss. The gangster from Corpus Christi, Texas. This Where actually doesn't look 
super awful. Like it looks no, good. Great. Yeah, from Artisan Cutlery. It's a uh, it's a huge honkin yeah. harpoon, um, aggressive like kind of yeah. I this is this is cool, man. Like it looks really old school. Like the 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 finger cut out in the very like butt of the knife. That's like very like it looks like the cold steel, the stupid big one. Oh yeah, it, it's it's there so that way you can reverse grip it when you're uh, yeah. operating tactically. Yep, definitely. As demonstrated in the video, I love Mike Snowdy because he's he's an old man at this point. Like, uh, like no offense to him, but he's he's getting up there in years. But he listens to Whisper Rap. <laughs> like, uh, if you check out his Instagram, like let me just post this in the host lounge. Like, um, like he posts fo- he just posts the most random shit of like of like videos with with like random whisper rappers on the side oh, and oh yeah he like, loves whisper rappers. Rappers. Yeah. i fucking love mike snowdy yeah he has so, like one of the most interesting instagrams out there by far oh yeah wow. definitely <laughs> that is some that is some next we'll, we'll need to post that video or link to that in in the general chat on the discord because that's incredible yeah <laughs> i it's Holy it's a crap. it's a gold mine of entertainment like this is so <laughs> awful. <laughs> what is happening? That's just some dude getting punched in the face and the body while Mike Snowdy shows off his, his, his weird wallet. Yeah, this is wallet. my personal favorite one. Um, so anyways, as you can see, we're very, very excited for this one. This is how I grind hollows. Let's go. Hey, at this least he's not grind grinding hollows. in the nude like Greg Medford. No, no, no. It's even better. Just just, just look. Just look. And, and like turn the... I love his reaction videos. He reacts to shit too. Oh yeah, love him. <laughs> he just posts the most random fucking videos, but I've heard he's a, I've heard he's a good guy. Like he's he's a he's a family man. He's a yeah, that's like, literally a knife sure. that's just on fire. Yeah, <laughs> like it's 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 in tune with the music as well. So that's the best part. It's just like it's like he know he knows the camera angles and shit. Like he knows. And I just gotta read this this uh, the caption he put. You can't cheat the grind. It knows how much you've invested. It won't give you nothing you haven't worked for. With the hashtag knife Mike's on Snowden. fire and a jig. Fuck yeah. Hashtag Mike. Is Hell this some yeah. sort of new heat treat? Hashtag. <laughs> hashtag Mike Snowdy. Let's go. So excited for his new knife. I'm definitely going to get one from Artisan if it's not for like a ridiculous price. So good. Mike nice. Snowdy. Check out his Instagram, please. Shout out to him. He's, he's a freaking lovely guy. Post your um, uh, post your favorite uh, Mike Snowdy videos in the chat or send them to us via email. Yeah. Um, that would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send us send us your favorite Mike Snowdy. Okay, the next <laughs> thing we're gonna talk about it's a it's a really short, really quick one, but like basically there was some drama involved removed uh, between Sharp by Design and Razor Edge Knives. Uh, Razor Edge <laughs> Knives is a fairly well known regrinder maker guy making like short run mid techs of like very high performance knives um and uh his new mid tech basically had some stuff that um might or might not have used uh some stuff from sharp by design uh which uh brian nido had agreed to previously four years ago but forgot about it and so yeah that yes. was the whole so, yeah he just forgot I, I, about it <laughs> I think what happened there, just based on what I looked at, was that uh, Josh from Razor Edge reached out to Brian on Instagram 
And all Brian knew was that it was some dude named Josh saying, hey, is it cool if I use your detent? Yeah. And Brian said, sure thing, just don't do it in any production runs. And then, you know, didn't realize that Josh was Razor Edge Knives. Razor Edge Knives put out this cool, fancy front flipper mid-tech. And then it was, there was some some angry Instagram posts that were made and then removed. And then there was an apology that was made. And I don't think it's there anymore. But, um, yeah. Yeah, basically. You know, yeah. I mean, shout out to you – know, I. Brian, I think, may have reacted a little little quick. Um, but he also, you know, fully apologized. And I I That's doubt so that there's nice. any, you know, hard feelings there. I, I think it was a very genuine apology of not remembering the specifics of what had happened or who Josh even was. And, you know. Just some, just some dude named Josh. Some dude named Josh, man. Yeah, that was the whole thing. But yeah, the new yeah. the new front flipper from from Razor Edge Knife School, and he he's got permission, so it's all it's all game. It's there all is Gucci. there are only four of them currently, is my understanding. So <laughs> a little bit on the limited front. He sold yeah. four, and he's using those four to finance the next ten. So these these I think will be a little bit hard to come by, and probably go for like just a disgusting amount of money compared to what they're actually worth yeah 100%. which is a bummer because you know they look really it's cool good. stuff they, yeah. they really do they're they're gonna go for like fucking yeah. ridiculous amount of money yeah the second uh, for those is gonna be bad yeah so next up we have uh some new stuff from penya knives uh let me let me pull up yeah it's with uh with, I think Garcia Knives is the yeah Garcia the Knives other... is superlative, uh, yeah. Which is the I don't know what what's going on with superlative. Like it's 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 a new a relatively new brand, but like I think what they're doing is they're they're collabing with a bunch of people. They're um let me let me check actually. Yeah, it's it's uh it's a collaboration between Ozair, Garcia, and Pena. So yeah. Uh, who who's the third one? Uh, Pena. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. So Garcia, Pena, and Ozier, uh, Jared Ozier. Yeah, that's so, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's a good group of people. So yeah, pretty neat. Um, the new knife is a Alacron. The Alacron, yeah. It's a it's a cool shape, I guess. It's a it's a swedged kind of Alacron. What? Switch kind of drop point, and then yeah, it's uh, it with reminds me of like a of like a more futuristic mula or mula, whatever mula? we call it. Yeah, yeah, it does. Mula? Yeah, it gives it gives off that vibe. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's pretty nice looking. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I, it's really something I, I'm gonna pick up, but it's nice looking. Me neither. It's it's cool. Um, I do like the harpoon. I do like the swedge, but I don't. I don't think it's something I pick up personally. It looks a little bit too bland. Like like the mula, very much like the mula. Yeah. actually. Um, mula, yeah, those are kind of they're solid designs, but I don't know. Pinion oh, must shit, have like crazy. I didn't know there was ties because uh... he always had like a new goddamn collab with freaking. Yeah, mula. all the time. Oh yeah, Pena like mula collaborative series. Uh, very very interesting. Okay, let me let me check out his. I I gotta yeah. check out his page now. And then also, Superlative also uh, recently announced the the Hella, Hella, which is 
yeah, which is going to be a fixed blade um, with replaceable inlays. So that's going to be interesting. Um, oh, yeah. Which they're, I, I don't pretty know. pretty cool looking. They're cool looking, but I don't know why you would need... Why would you need to replace the inlays apart from, like, drip? Uh, for Instagram. Come on, For Instagram, Kai. of course. Yeah, you're right. It's, <laughs> One reason. It's M390. People are like, oh, can you make me a... I got a book spot. Can you make me two different blades? Oh, it's like, bro. <laughs> Shut up. Sounds about right. Shut yeah. up. So it's an M390 and pre... Premium, for some reason, I only saw premium vegetable and I was like, what the fuck? Premium <laughs> vegetable tan leather sheath. Uh, hardware is in is in titanium. Uh, with, yeah, 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 it's a lot of, just a lot of bullshit for, for Thai and M390. Um, and then yep. there's also the version in Thoridama steel with titanium inlays, which I'm not sure why you'd want. Probably looks the most no, boring. But... No, it just seems so uncomfortable. Yeah, just whack. Yeah. But... Yep. Yeah, that's that's interesting. It's cool. Um, that's uh, superlative is is gonna be one to watch. I feel um, up and coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they'll probably do some pretty cool stuff. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, next up we have shot show stuff and Oz knife show stuff in Indiana. I think we can group these together as uh, just like knife shows in general. Shot what show. Are you that's yep. tomorrow. Oh Funny shit. <laughs> Chris Reeve. I'm going to believe Chris Reeve's little Instagram story posts. Have, have Wait, either of no you guys way. ever been to SHOT Show? Um, I mean, Bro, what do you mean? I've been to the US once. once. Oh, you can't. Oh. You can only go if you're like a, you work with this company or if you're like, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, or, yeah. It's like that. It's, it's super closed doors. Or if you're media. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's, it's really not like, doors. it's basically just these companies that show off the new products. That's it. That's all they're there for. Yeah. I feel like the only people that we'll see there in terms of knife makers would be, I mean, what, Benchmade and... CRKT. CRKT. Yeah, Kershaw. Chris Reeve. Apparently Artisan Colory is going there. Fuck That's yeah, Mike Snowdy. Yeah, Mike Snowdy has gone. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Nice. It's always... All the Chinese makers are going. That's that's for sure. Um, huh. And then, yeah. It's, then, it's yeah, crazy. Oz, uh, like Daniel Osborne, Oz... Yeah, from Oz Machine Company. Yeah. Yeah, Oz Machine Company. There we go. He's they're doing uh, a show in Indiana that I guess he's putting on, so that should be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't know if there's dates or anything yet, but just a, a cool thing to see that there's another you know that he's putting a show on. There'll be another show somewhere else in the country. Oh it's shit! There's cool some big names. Up. There's some big yeah, names going Yeah, a lot of people there. are signed up for that. Yeah, Steve Skiff. So Skiff Workshop. Uh, Dylan Tanner, not sh- super sure who that is. CK Knifeworks, Shark Knife Co., Alex Steingraber, Boost Blades, Koenig, yep. uh, Corbin Steelworks, Usler Customs, JK Design, Brown, Brown Knives, HMC, Kinesian, Holt, uh, yeah. Tactile Knife Company. So hey, it's a not, lot a, of not a bad lineup, you know, yeah, that, yeah. that he's getting the, put together at in the mega Indiana. shot show. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a I think it'll be some kind of, you know, custom focused knife show, which is cool to see, you know. Yeah. Uh, cuz there's I don't think we'll ever regret having more knife shows yeah. personally. Yeah. And this is going to be in Indianapolis. Indiana. So yeah. Indiana. Yeah, so very very central, I think. Um for the people there. So that's going to be yeah. that's going to be That's going to be cool. 
to look out for. And lastly, our last piece of news and our final piece of news for today. Um, I think this the is a bigger sp- one. Yeah, the biggest one so far. The new Spyderco catalog. What do we think, boys? Um, well, pretty um, pretty Spyderco. Pretty, yeah, pretty yeah. crazy. It's, it's definitely Spyderco. Well, okay, I will say that the military too. I think that's a that's a pretty big launch because um, I think people have been asking for this for <laughs> for a fair bit of time. Not yeah. necessarily the people on the show, but people in general. I think have been looking for a military, for a military. two. Yeah, for a minute. S thirty V. So. I, I think it's cool that they're doing it. You know, it's a it's basically just a bigger PM2 at this point. It's all the same things. It's compression lock, four position clip, G10, but now with a four inch blade instead of a three inch blade. Yeah, just what the people wanted. <laughs> just bigger military, <laughs> wanted, right? A giant PM2, huge PM2. Yeah, massive. What is PM2. it? Nine inches overall or some shit? It, it's a it's a big nine and a half. Yeah, nine, nine and a half. Yeah. Jesus. All right. So got that. Uh, <laughs> the the little temperance three in K three ninety. That's gonna be interesting. K three ninety is a very very abuse steel. Yeah, I, I mean Spyderco does a lot of K three ninety. is crazy. I have it on my Dragonfly two, and I I really quite like it on my Dragonfly two. Yeah, um, that shit can work. I assume yeah. Japan heat treats pretty good because that's where the little temperance is made. Oh yeah, for sure. The, I, yeah. I trust Spyderco Heat Treat. Spyderco sure. and Heat Treat is that that's at least a good match. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we have the stock Bowie and the stock drop point. Uh, two fixies, both in eight CR. Yeah. These have to be under hundred dollars, like maybe sixty, fifty dollars if that. Um, yeah, I I was so excited when I saw these, just especially the the drop point. It looks like it'd be really cool, really interesting. And then I saw eight CR and turned around 360 degrees and walked out the door and just nope yeah just yeah that, not, not a great idea like i don't know something about the hcr maybe, maybe it's well treated who knows but still HCR. it's still hcr you look at it the wrong way it it gets corrosion it doesn't hold a good edge i mean it, it it's a it's a big pass this would have been a cool knife other than the steel for me it's peel ply texture g10 as well which is going to be kind of strange <laughs> Yikes! Like, yeah, it's it's the way the way it's it's peel plied. That's gonna be interesting. Yeah, that's a um, that's a big sadness, I think. But on the bright side, we do have another uh, fixie that looks very very high performance, which is gonna be the enough two in K three ninety. So yes. all the benefits of very hard work, hard use K three ninety, and um, in in the same kind yeah, of package. Yeah, that it's uh, for me personally, that's not the kind of fixie that you know. I would use just because it's K390 and, you know, I can't carry fixed blades most of the time in, in California. Yeah. But that all said, K390 is a really good steel. That, I would imagine, is going to be ground incredibly well because it's yeah. spider coat. It's going to be heat treated well. I bet that is a workhorse of a knife. Oh, yeah, for sure. If you if you need something tough, that's going to be it. Yeah. Yeah. That, and then we that'll have be the, it. We have the two sprint runs, the two oh big ones. In 15V, CPM 15V, we have the Shaman and the PM2, right? And they're both uh, using a specialized heat treat uh, developed by custom knife maker Sean Houston, otherwise known as Triple B Handmade. 
Uh, big brown bear. Triple B. Yeah, big brown bear. So all of these are gonna have like some insane fucking heat tree, insane fucking grind, uh, insane wear resistance. It's just yep. It's gonna be crazy, and I think I'm gonna pick one up. Uh, the shaman specifically. Good luck. Um, yeah. Is all I'm gonna say. Uh, the secondary it's... market for everything in like the Manix two and fifteen V. I mean that that was a bit of a street fight on on knife swap. It, people got pretty uh, aggressive. And people yeah. got pretty scalpy pretty fast, which is a bummer. Yeah, so yeah. I bet that those are going to sell really fast just for people that want to flip them, which is yeah. really unfortunate. Yeah, because the Shaman and the PM2 are way bigger. It's a more popular model oh. than the fucking Manics Oh, too. yeah. Oh, for Without sure. question. For sure. If I had to pick one, I'd go with the Shaman because I think PM2 is kind of irrelevant. They're not I'd irrelevant, go Shaman but it's well. too old. 15V it, works better, I would say, with the Shaman anyways. With the Shaman? Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, it's like hard use. Yeah, yeah, hard use. PMT's and I don't think I've ever. Tip. I don't think I've ever had a shaman before, so. I have. It was I. I really like the shaman platform. Shaman's good. Z Max, whatever the fuck it was called. Z Max. Z Wear. Z Wear. Yeah, that's what I had. Yeah. Crew, crew, the crew wear one as well was a uh, crew yeah. card shaman. That was also a big. One. Oh God! Yeah, the crew card thing. Yeah, that that was another one that got. Really aggressively scalped, just like yeah. the shaman's gonna be. Regarda. Yeah, yeah. Just too bad. It's funny again. Yeah, it's so funny because these are supposed to be like user hard use knives, and, and no one you actually does that. They just fucking. Oh yeah, stalk it's, them. Oh, it's, it's it's a fifteen V. It's so hard use. I better save it so that way oh I can flip God. it for two hundred percent. Yeah, that's yeah. It's that's, unfortunate that's how this rough. community works, but that's just how it goes. Yeah, really, that's just how is. it goes. What can you say? But yeah, looking yeah. forward to it definitely. I I hope. Well, I guess one more one more knife in fifteen V. They're gonna be doing a mule team in fifteen V as well. Oh yeah, what do you know? Mule team in yeah. ABL as well. Wow. Okay. Yes, yeah, so that's pretty cool because they do good heat treats on those. That's kind of neat. So we just got. Yeah. Um, we don't have the the benchmade. I just someone just posted the benchmade's freaking reveal. Oh shit! Whatever. Where you want you want to throw the link? I haven't seen that. Let me. We can do some uh, some live takes, Impromptu. live first time takes. Yeah, yeah. This catalog is actually really well done. Oh, good for them. Where is it? And I'll just stall for time while that I gets in. The there, of the news. Spiderco is also doing uh, some some counter critters. They're uh, little kitchen knives that are either fixed blade or plain edge or spider edge and. 7CR. It's so pretty cool. Yeah. Good steel, good shit. Yeah. I mean, well, if you're going to use it for like the kitchen counter, like yeah, surely. Surely. Yeah, it's I'm not gonna... terrible. Yeah. This is the one time it, it's kind of okay. <laughs> Holy shit, bench One time it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's see. More more bench made stuff. I feel like we've and seen Whoa. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. What the fuck? I was just about to say we've seen we've seen most of these. Um the bug Wait, out. Where's the link at? Uh it's at the bottom of the uh it's at the bottom oh, okay. of the, the page, yeah. Got you. So we have the bug out and shootout now in uh FDE, so Field Dark Earth, and Bailout as well. So you, if you like your shit sandy, there, there you go. Uh wow. everything's in yeah. crewware huh. for the shootout. Yeah. Crewware for shootout. I think it was originally already in, in crewware. 
And, and then we M4 have, for the bailout. That, that's cool. It was... I feel like it was already... No, it was 3V, was it not? I don't know. Or oh, some shit like that. Well, now it's an M4, which is cool. Uh, and then we have the mini barrage, um, which is... Classic. Yeah. yeah, classic. S30. Uh, and, and, uh, yeah, it's got some cool milling on the, on the scales. It yeah. looks all fun. 5860 HRC, <laughs> baby... Uh, oh, and then we have something new, new which knife. is called the Full Immunity. It's uh, a tactical EDC. It's blue um, with blue thumb stud with an axis lock. It's $300, launches in May. Uh, it's an M4. M4. And I'm going to be honest, um, other than the price, which I'm, I'm sure will be lower, I actually really like how this looks. Um, yeah, same. I'm not normally an axis lock person. This is a pretty nice looking knife. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really don't hate anything about this. It's got the bug out clip stock, so you know it's got a good clip and that's a, it's got a nice blade shape. I this is the first benchmade I've seen in a while that I haven't hated, I would say. Yeah, that's crazy. Um Wait, is the full immunity tiny? The full immunity? Oh my god, it's five point nine. Oh it's very yeah, small. Oh yeah, god that's what I like it. about it. It's gonna be it's gonna be like uh like dragonfly. Super baby knife. Yeah, tiny. That's unfortunate. Three and a half inches closed. Three hundred dollars. Yeah, I we'll, we'll see what it is on, on secondary and yeah. like knife center thing. Well, what's the map? I think pricing? that's gonna be the, the plan. Yeah. Uh and then we have the mini bug out. Uh in mint, mint colored. Uh we have the shootout. Again, also mint colored. We have the regular bug out, which is now going to be in Alpine. Are they doing anything Kilo. interesting? Uh, no, S30 crew no, wear. Yeah. Same shit. We just got colorful. Shit. Okay. We just got colorful bug out. It like matches. Like look how it matches Pink. with the pictures. Like the. This is a well-made catalog. That yeah, is it is. Really it really cool. is. The nature, yeah. the, the nature theme. There you have burgundy for the weekender, um, <laughs> which is the. What we've all been asking for. Yes. Mesa red. It's too. The too mini sad. bug out. Mini bug out yeah. also in in red. Shootout in red as as well. Nothing really new. Crew wear. And then huh? we have Crew wear OTF pretty epic. We have the partial auto immunity. Which, <laughs> okay. That's that a hell okay, we're, of a we're getting weird. Um, M4 California, on that tiny blade. <laughs> it's California, California legal. legal. Yeah. So. Say legal. Less yeah, than two inch. Partial auto immunity. That's interesting. And then we have the auto immunity, which is uh, going to be three hundred twenty-five dollars. Uh, both of them in M four. Um, wow, and that's just a, the immunity, but auto. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's just the immunity, but auto. So that's going to be interesting. Uh, then we have the claymores, which are already out. The claymore is now going to be partially serrated. And then we have the mini claymore. Yay! We have the CLA, which uh, I think this might be new. It's in Magna Cut. Uh, it looks kind of like the claymore, but in Magna Cut. They're really going um, hard on the Cerakote this year. There's a ton yeah, of Cerakoted yeah. uh, clips of and blades and handles. Lots and they're, of they're claiming 60 to 62 HRC on their Magna Cut. Which, which is all right. Like, it's, yeah. it's acceptable. Let's see. For a, hey, it's yeah, better yeah. than, like, 59. Yeah. Anything in the 50s is just canceled these days. Yeah. The composite light auto was Benchmade's first G10 automatic and still a benchmark in the all-purpose mid-size platform uh, category. <laughs> Knife enthusiasts will covet the drop point blade and enlarged actuation button till the end of time. 
<laughs> I, oh, I don't know yes. about that one. Until too. the end of time, I will covet it's, this. Uh, it's ivory, yeah. And then we have the shootout again in white. Um, yep. And then now we're starting to get to, to the stuff in black. Um, uh, crew wear mini Adamas, mini Osborne. Bug yeah. out, they all out. Mini Osborne as 90 oh, Here's another new one. Uh, the Narrows. Oh, the Narrows is hard. That's cool. Oh, the Narrows. Whoa, what is that it's lock? It's an MK90, though. So access lock, it says... That, that a is a very different looking access lock. Yeah, it's just a different. It's 33% thinner than the bug out, which was already extremely thin. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, this is not going to be ergonomic. I I can I can feel it in my hand already. This is going to fucking like this is going to destroy It's going to be hand. too thin. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be too thin. And it's an M390 as well. $580. Oh my god. No. Oh no. Launches oh, in June. Oh god. Oh, and it, yeah. it's an M390, 58 to 61 HRC. Is that titanium? <laughs> oh, it is titanium. Let's $580, go. go frick your fricker. Hey, hey, don't worry. It'll be 58 HRC M390. Let's go. Fucking incredible. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah some of this Oof. hurts me. Uh, then we're going to have the Freak and the Mini Freak again uh, in M4 and S90V. Um, that's going to be more mini claim more. Oh, they've got the Claymore. There's CPM D2. I didn't know that. That's, that's interesting. What the fuck? Yeah, why, why would you get the... Why would you get it in CPM D2 when you can no. get it in, like... When you can get it in... Oh, wait, no, they're all in D2. Oh, fuck. Yeah, you're fucked. <laughs> oh, no. And then we have the... We have a new OTF called the OM. The OM. OM? OM. Yeah. It's a... I think OM action. is better. OM, yeah. yeah. OM. It's a clip point... Yeah. It's really fucking hard to see through this image, but like, oh, yeah, that just wait until you turn the page. Fucking narrows. Oh fuck yeah, sock P. We got <laughs> we got sock P fixed blades. We have uh, fighting swords now. What the fuck? The sock P fixed blade is a Greg Thompson design made for our war fighters who need a secondary individual <laughs> weapon system to back up their M4. Jesus Holy shit, man! This oh no! This, this is a pocket Benjamin, sword. This is not it. This is not it. This is a pocket sword. When we asked for oh. when we asked for a different sock fee, this is not what we meant. No, this is so. Sad. It's a this is a pocket dagger sword thing. This, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I, I have to stop you. This is an eleven and three quarter inches long thing. This is not for your pocket. This is a sword. This is this is the size of a ruler. Um. But, oh my God! <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, you're right. It's so big. Oh no! And you got the trainer, which is two hundred fifty dollars, and the actual dagger is Hell gonna be four hundred dollars. Yeah. Fuck yeah! Oh, let's yeah. go. Let's go. <laughs> um. Yeah. Let's What's see. Anything? Retail math. You guys know how much like actual retail price is gonna be? Because this is like the MS. Compare. So I pulled up the the two ninety, which is the um the full immunity where the they were listed at 300 in the catalog and it's 270 on blade hq so yeah it's yep. probably pretty damn close to what they're listed yep. at the catalog yep yep, yep. And that's the end of the tactical section thank god we got a few more oh, fixed blades okay. uh we have the uh raghorn, raghorn. cpm yeah. s30v um 300 dollars yeah we have the flyaway, which is a little like bird and trout kind of knife. It's S90 V for some reason. It's 260. Choice. Yeah, yeah, decent choice. Uh, 260. 
uh and then we have a new, we have a new folder yeah tagged out looks kind of like it it look featuring select edge what the fuck does that mean blade style clip point featuring select edge what does that mean We'll figure that out later. They probably make it in. They probably you can probably get it in partial serration or oh, not. Okay, I guess that's what select edge means. Um, that makes sense to me. Yeah, it's a. It, it looks a bit like the the crooked river, I guess. The crooked river. Yeah. Um, and then we have the tagged uh, out again in orange, three hundred seventy-five. Oh, this version of the tagged out is a, a hole cut. opener, and it's also a hole opener, not a. Uh, not a thumb stud, so that's different. And it's a Magna Cut. And, and also, it's... it's which one is it? Orange, it's out? orange Cerakote on the blade. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what we've all been asking for. Yeah. I personally... Okay, the oh, orange looks good for some reason. That me. is not it for me. That, that is that is a the Halloween... The orange doesn't Magna Cut, yeah, this, though. That's a Halloween-looking yep. knife. Halloween-looking knife. Tied up Ben had a freaking hole opener, right? Oh, then the other one's the one that's different, because... The okay. one on the previous page is... is the previous dead, tagged so. out is in CPM S45. It's Weird. S45 VM, yeah. Which one? The the tagged out, the green one. Oh, is the green one too? The green one, yeah. yeah oh, the the green one's in oh okay, so it's a stud version too. I'm an idiot. Yeah, so yeah. I don't, I don't know saying. why they're both tagged new? out. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the stud's new, right? Yeah. I, I don't actually know. I, I don't follow Benchmade. Much. I think they're both new. Am I an idiot? Yes. <laughs> I swear <laughs> to God, that's new. No, yeah, no, you're totally right. I just pulled it up on Blade HQ. The old tagged out is that that same pocket oval. But is it Magna Cut though? Oh no, no, no! no. It, it's uh, the the current one, CPM one fifty four, like oh. the basic boring one. Yeah. So the upgrade oh, we're gonna get is gonna be CPM. Sorry, yeah, it's S45 and, and, and Magna Cut are the two new ones. That's pretty cool. I mean, that's neat. Um, let's see. Wow. What else I really got? do like that tag down the stud. Oh no! <laughs> what? Do it. Get it. Get it. S45. You know you want it. Um, okay, and lastly, we we also have the altitude, which is now gonna be an S90V. Whoop. Um, Lastly, we have the Grizzly Creek, which is going to be in CPM S30V, and it's supposed to be yeah, I think. a pocket mm -hmm. hunting knife. That's a good selection of stuff. Lots of Cerakote. Yeah, a lot of Cerakote. Um, I think that's that's everything that's new. I think that was just the whole new section. Yeah. Um, that is a lot of Cerakote. Like, that's like more than half of these knives have either Cerakoted blades, liners, handles, clips... So I guess that's kind of the direction they're going, and we'll we'll see how that is. Yeah, for sure, that's gonna be. That's yeah. gonna be. Um, Grizzly Creek. Grizzly Creek. Hey, you I mean, got a grizzly bear with that bitch. I don't know if that's hell yeah. big enough. How big hell is that? Yeah. It's, it's supposed <laughs> to be not from game cleaning from squirrel to deer, plus a fold-out <laughs> gut hook. That's what we all God. wanted. Let's fucking go. Hey man, right. that's what I EDC. I think that's a good place to end the episode on the fact that <laughs> we we hunt bears with uh with uh, pocket knives now. Um, thank this you guys so much for epic. listening. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, thank what? You guys. Thank you guys. Oh, just the catalog in general. It's very nice. Looking. The catalog, the catalog yeah, is well it's, it's put together. Bad. Please, please uh, take a look at it. Um, yeah. And again, if you guys want to follow us uh, on uh, 
on here. Send us an email. We'll add you into the Discord, and then um, you guys can follow along with us because we we post all our shit on the the follow along once in a while. So uh, yeah, thank you guys very much for listening. It's uh, been a pleasure being your host for today. Um, if you want to email us, email us at behindtheedgepod at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to give us money, follow yes. us on Patreon too. Oh shit. Yeah. That's right, fellas. Can't get that. If you, yeah, if you want us to get better bad. microphones, um, give us money. Yeah, please. Which Merck please. is going to get soon, hopefully. Uh, we'll, we'll be checking our donations, and every second that goes by where we don't have one, Merck's audio gets one, sec- uh, one decibel worse. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. It happening. Oh, no. All right, anyway, thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you guys in the next one. All right, Take peace care. Peace out, fellas. See ya. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Oh shit. Uh, square button.